Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com, where we turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. See, we believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world, even you. Stick around to the end of the show where I'll share info on how you could be our next guest. Three times a week, five to 15 minutes each, learn from successful business owners and professionals. It's time to get inspired. Let's go. All right, Dr. James Heaton, you are the founder of Smiles of Chandler. And, and I don't know if I'm yep. saying, is it, is it Chandler with a hard C or a soft, a soft like an S Chandler? Somewhere in the middle, Chandler. <laughs> Chandler. <laughs> awesome. Well, so I'm really excited to have you on because uh, I, you um, founded your own uh, dentistry practice, you got your own right. office. And yep. so I would imagine that there's a lot of other professionals, uh, not necessarily in dentistry, but maybe they're already working with another practice and they'd love to be able to expand out on their own, you know, whether they're in chiro care or doctor, healthcare provider, any other professional. And so I'd love to learn what that process was for you. Um, so when did you, when did you, when did you finish schooling? Uh, 2011. 2011. Okay. So, uh, so roughly about eight years ago. So, uh, so you kind of made the migration fairly quick, I think. I don't know. What's, what's normal for a dentist? Yeah, I, I think I did make it fairly quick. I think most dentists uh, who want to own their own practice, I think they make that transition within the first four to five years, somewhere in there. Mm. Oh my gosh. So what did you, so you get out of school, what do you do then? Were you working, you were working with another group? Yeah, so I um, I tried to get some tutelage basically under some dentists. I um, I kind of looked for dentists that I knew ran successful practices and did the type of dentistry I wanted to do. Um, I graduated dental school and it wasn't lost on me that I didn't know what I needed to know. You don't learn how to run a business in dental school and I didn't have an MBA or anything. Yeah. Um, and so I got on with some guys that uh, a couple days a week at two different places who I knew ran very successful businesses. And I learned a lot. Fortunately, they were super cool cats and they were willing to kind of just open up to me and say, here, here here's how I'm doing it. Um, this has worked. This hasn't worked. And that was, that was huge for me, truthfully. Wow. And so, um, you know, obviously I think a lot of people get into dentistry and they, they want to learn the skills of being a good service provider, but you know, outside, of, I mean, honestly, if we want to, you know, if your goal is to have a thriving practice, you know, marketing, branding, advertising, attracting new clients is, that's some pretty valuable skill. And, you know, what a better way to learn that than to identify, well, I don't necessarily want to work with the best dentist in the area. I mean, that's good. But what I really want to know is like, you know, who's built the bag, you know, who's built the, built the business that I want to emulate or right. exceed. And so I guess it sounds like that was kind of a, a lot of your um, intention. Yeah, that's totally it. So I knew that I could develop the clinical skills I needed, but if I didn't know how to make people aware of it, that I was a great dentist, then it wasn't going to do me any good. If I'm sitting in my office waiting for somebody to walk through the door, that wasn't going to yeah. get me anywhere. So I wanted to learn the business skills and the marketing side of things as quickly as possible. 
And what were some of the things that you learned initially that you were like, oh? Um, I think, you know, just learning about, honestly, Josh, coming out of dental school, I didn't know anything. So even just learning how to read a P&L and a balance sheet was like, oh, that's what that looks like, <laughs> you know? And then um, learning just the different methods of marketing, um, and trying to, you know, keep up with the digital age was huge. I mean, marketing is different for me today than it was a year yeah. ago, honestly. And so, um, just learning to where to go, what, what resources podcasts, honestly, have been huge for me is just listening to podcasts and hearing people who are willing to share, uh, and open up about what they've done. So, yeah. Uh, so I wonder then if there's any awkwardness, uh, if, if you're looking at a practice and you're like, well, look, honestly, I, I want to learn all your best practices and then I'm probably going to go independent or, you know, do you, do you have that conversation at the beginning or do you just kind of like, you know, let's, let's work together and see where it goes. And <laughs> yeah, you do. Typically there's kind of a, an expectation of, um, I'm, I think it's okay to go in and say, Hey, look, I want to, I want to, I think you're amazing. I'd like to learn how you do what you do. And I'm, I'm willing to commit to you for a year. And then, you know, uh -huh. it's kind of a handshake basically that you'll actually stay that long or two years, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh, if they're a really great associate, you can offer them, you know, partial ownership or you can offer them, you know, maybe a little higher percentage on their production or whatever to try to keep them around. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine that uh, that marketing, as as if you're a healthcare professional or dentistry, uh, has really changed. I know what what I understand about consumer behavior and how consumers make their decisions today way different than how we were doing that 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I here's my impression, and and you know, let me know what what your observations are. But it seems to me that when someone is in the market for a new dentist, uh, they may Google, but honestly, I see most people just hitting up social media. Yep. And uh, they get together, maybe it's a Facebook group, or maybe they're somehow connecting with other friends in the area on social, and they're like, who really loves their dentist? Yeah, that seems, you know, again, I might have, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a unique worldview just because I, I am very, very, you know, social media minded, but I see so much uh, people asking for recommendations for uh, local businesses. And that is where the advice is given. And I've done this where I don't even ask the question. I just go into a group and I search for existing conversation. I don't need to get, yeah, I don't need to restart that conversation. But, you know, I think this is really good because it turns the, the area of being a professional service provider, it becomes a true meritocracy. I think that, um, you know, providing a great quality service, you know, fair pricing, a great user experience, uh, and, and we'll get into branding in just a minute. I think that's a big part of it as well. But I love that because, you know, if you're a crook, you're not going to last in business very long or, you know, you're uh, you're truly not good at the skills of, uh, of, of uh, the clinical skills, right? You're not going to, you're not going to survive long. You can't, you can't get beyond uh, good advertising for too long. If you, if you have bad service today, those right. reviews really mean a different, mean a big, uh, they mean a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, 
You know, it's interesting. You said a lot of people, they move into a new area or they just want to go to a new dentist and you said they'll jump online and see who their friends recommend. They might jump online and see who people they don't even know, but they follow on social media recommends. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or maybe they're not yes, even for looking sure. for that, but somebody just makes a comment. Um, that seems to be happening more and more and more. Um, and that's changed so quickly. Just two years ago, Josh, I felt like the majority of my patients came from Google and Yelp. Um, just people online reading reviews or they did a search for me, you know, Chandler, Arizona dentist. Um, that seems to be going down month to month to month. And the people who wow. walk in and say, um, Hey, you know, I follow this girl on social media and I saw her, she got whitening in your office or veneers in your office, or, you know, she just posted that she was visiting here and that seems to be going up. So that does seem to be the trend for sure. Dr. Heaton, share your, your website real quick. So just so people, because I'm going to transition now and I want to talk about branding and social media. Yep. Um, so could you maybe share some of your social media handles, your favorite ones. I know Instagram, you're really big on. And then of course your website as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Instagram, um, less than a year, even I started putting some of my before and after pictures. I like to do a lot of cosmetic dentistry, specifically veneers. Yeah. Um, at Dr. James Heaton, real simple, at Dr. James Heaton for Instagram. My website is um, smilesofchandler.com. So super simple. Great. And of course, if you go to smilesofchandler.com, um, that'll have links to all your social media right. as well. But uh, especially the persons listening to this conversation, make sure you check out, check out Dr. Heaton's Instagram page so you can see exactly what he's doing. And um, why is Instagram... I mean, obviously, you're in a very visual uh, niche where, you know, people have, I mean, the before and after, it's, it's a visual thing that, you know, I can't just say, you know, you know, the sound of my voice, you know, I went to this dentist and it was a great experience, see? And, and, and meanwhile, they're just listening. Like, however, a visual platform like Instagram, uh, it's like you can't argue with, Right. with what you're seeing there. And especially if you have people that I think are respected, like, you know, if I, I, I'm following someone on Instagram, they've got 20,000 followers. Uh, it must be because they're used to sharing good quality stuff. And, you know, an endorsement from a local influencer can really drive a lot of activity today. Yeah, it can be extremely impactful um, to get an endorsement from a, from, an in, from a social media influencer. And the beauty of that is, um, most of them have kind of, a, they have a reputation to uphold their followers follow them yeah. because they like what they recommend. So if they recommend a dentist that, you know, works in an office, that's a total dump and his, his staff is kind of rude. Mm-hmm. Um, they would never do that. So, yeah. you know, there actually is some, something to that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I think that's one thing that you learn really quick as you start to grow an influence is, you know, there are going to be brands that will throw money at you. And if you promote a bad brand with a bad, you're going to, your audience is going to crucify. I mean, it's, it is, don't do it. I'm just, I'm going to talk to other kind of junior influencers, resist the urge. It's it's, right. Don't do it. (laughs) You're yep. not going to be an influencer for long if, if exactly. you lose your integrity. Exactly. So, um, so I would imagine then, um, 
what have what's been some of the i mean have you had you've had some obviously you've had some influencers in the chair um yep. what is that experience like uh as a as as a business owner to work with an influencer and like how much can you ask for in terms of like you know hey so you're gonna say nice things about us right like what is that conversation like when you're when you're working with someone uh who's got a decent audience yeah, you know, that's a great question, Josh. So um, I'm reaching out to influencers on social media all the time. And um, I try not to ask for anything to tell you the truth. And yeah. just, I try to offer. I, I offer whatever, I try to figure out what it is their need is and offer ways I can help them and then just allow them to reciprocate. And that's been really effective for me. So I don't really ever ask, say, hey, will you do a post about me today? It's more like, yeah. Oh, hey, um, I would love to do some whitening for you, uh, whether it's trays or in-house whitening. And most of the time they love that. They come on in and we make sure we give them the, you know, thorough VIP experience while they're there. And then we don't have to ask. They just, you know, they reciprocate. Yeah, what what you just went through, I hope that the person who's listening to us and they want to do more work with influencers. Obviously, you know, on my influence, we do a lot of work in this space. Right. And I, I didn't prompt you to say what you said, but I'm going to tell you that what you said is textbook perfect. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> once in a great while, you, you'll get an influencer who doesn't really reciprocate at the level you hope. It's very rare. Um, right. you know, you know, and honestly, those, those people don't, they don't get repeat business for sure. Right. Uh, but as an influencer, I, I, you know, we've had the opportunity in Orlando, there's a lot of like fun things I've done with my family and friends. Like, I feel like it, you know, if I get an invite, uh, uh you know, and again, I'm, I'm not a mega influencer, I'm a micro influencer. Uh, but you know, uh, if, if I get an invite to go to um, uh, medieval times, for example, like I really, really want to over deliver as an influencer. And the reason why is because I want more opportunities like that. And right. so I really look at it like, you know, I have an obligation to, uh, you know, give, give that brand or that company I'm working with way more value than what they're giving me. And if I do a really good job, I'm gonna get a lot more opportunities. So it's, it's a really great win-win. So again, for the micro macro influencers, kind of list, celebrities, you know what you're doing, I hope. <laughs> you know, but your micro macro influencers that are kind of on your way up, um, I think there's some really, really great learnings <laughs> in this conversation yeah, right here. absolutely. Um, and and do, do you, um, so in terms of like, how do you calculate ROI? How can you measure that? I know that that's something that other business owners are a little concerned with. Like, okay, I mean, I know we're getting the visibility, but are we getting, like, how do we know where these people uh, are coming from? Is it working? Like, what have you thought about in, in that regard? Yeah, um, honestly, Josh, it's the, least expensive marketing I do. You know what I mean? So to have an influencer come in and get a cleaning and get some whitening trays costs me very little. And if she posts about my office, usually it's just a story. Um, for what it's worth, there's a big difference between a story and a static post on Instagram, but usually it's just a story. But you know, if they have even just 10,000 followers and 10% of their audience feels, sees that and they're a local person, yeah. that's a thousand eyeballs and it cost me, you know, a hundred bucks. It's the, it's the least expensive marketing I do and seeming to be yeah. the most effective. So I'm not losing any sweat over it. I'm excited about it. Yeah. 
You know, it's, it's truly amazing. And, and, and to the person who doesn't quite believe this yet, I want you to think about like how we're all consumers and think about how you buy your stuff. Like you could drive past a pizza place. You could see 10 advertisements for a pizza place and you're like, yeah, okay. I, you know, but as soon as you have a friend or someone you follow that is like posting these great photos of like them, like, oh my gosh, try the pesto sauce. It's amazing. Like right. that, I could tell you like myself, I know my wife, my kids, like they, as soon as they see that personal recommendation from a real person, they're like, oh my gosh, we are so going there. Yep. Like my wife, like she follows like the try guys on YouTube and you right. know, it's, it's so many other, so many other influencers. Uh, Cause it's fun. Like in a good influencer is not going to turn it into an infomercial. They're going to be very organic and authentic about their experience. Um, and uh, you know, I've had that happen. Like I did uh, a hair restoration thing and uh, you know, uh, in my experience with that North Atlanta uh, hair restoration, Dr. Daniel Danio, like I sing his praises anytime I can. And I do it, I do it in my, did it, I did it in the social media that I, you know, that was intentional. And then, you know, now as an influencer, people ask my opinion on, uh, you know, and again, I'm not saying, oh, I'm an influencer. I, I'm a micro baby influencer. Um, but I still have the opportunity to talk about that from time to time. And, those are the kind of people you want, not only just doing those social media posts out of the gate, but right. also doing your word of mouth, uh, you know, because they have that relationship with you now. Uh, right. You know, you get to a point where you have a hundred or so influencers that you've worked with and they're all singing your praises from time to time. It's a really, really great position to be in. Yeah, it's huge. And, it, and it's, it's more impactful than almost any other marketing you can pay for because yeah. the other types of marketing are staged and their um, people expect them. They know you pay, you're paying for them. Yeah. But this, this is social proof. This is somebody who you value their input. You follow them. You buy the clothes they wear. You, you know, buy the makeup they wear. And, oh, they went to this cosmetic dentist. I trust them. I yeah. can see the pictures. They turned out amazing. And they say their experience was good. That is the absolute best marketing you can get. I know how people, I know have people flying in, not a ton, but people flying in to see me from other states, Josh. And imagine how many unbelievable cosmetic dentists they fly right over to come to my office and see me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So They're, yeah, for sure. So again, smilesofchandler.com. Uh, so if you're anywhere in the country, you don't have to be in Phoenix, Arizona <laughs> or in the Chandler, or in the, in the Chandler area. Um, you know, people are now coming to see you because of your social media reach and the reach of the influencers that are now uh, have now worked with you. Right. Um, it's kind of exciting. And, you know, it's really, really interesting. You think about the average dentist experience. They generally don't have people flying in from other parts of the country to nope. come to their offices. They're pretty much like, Oh, you know, I just have to advertise you know, my local backyard and, and that's all I have to work with. Right. Um, so you're opening up the market. Uh, in, in a really, really great way. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to mention just in terms of helping people understand, you know, the difference between um, advertising, traditional advertising, uh, and, uh, you know, either it's PR or working with influencers where it's much more native and organic and authentic, uh, is that, you know, with advertising, you have super high control over the messaging. With 
working with influencers, you have a lot less control over what they say. Right. And so again, it's one of those things that you, I, I think you just have to experiment with and see how it goes, but I'm with you. ROI is through the roof. Now you get higher control with advertising, but you get much lower trust with ads. Right. People just don't trust ads because we're bombarded with them. And so we've all set up this filter. Uh, oh, that's an advertisement. I don't trust it. Uh, you know, it, it might be good for impressions, but that's about it. Um, you know, with Savings Angel, that's, you know, we've done millions and millions of dollars worth of business and never done any advertising because right. I just felt like if I could get enough people to truly care about uh, what I have to offer, then you know, I don't have to sell at all. But, you know, with, the, you know, again, with influencers, you have lower control, much higher trust. Right. And um, so, and I think in, in, in an area where, um, you know, unless you want to just be completely commoditized, I think dentistry, particularly cosmetic dentistry, brilliant, 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 yeah. brilliant. So I want to say congratulations on your success. And again, uh, you know, the person's listening to us, very, very simple. Just go to smilesofchandler.com. Uh, make sure to click through to, uh, to Dr. Heaton's Instagram account. Uh, and again, what is your Instagram handle one more time? It's at Dr. James Heaton. And DR, right? DR, yep. Sorry, yep. DR James, James Heaton yep. uh, on Instagram. So you can see exactly what, what Dr. Heaton is doing. And uh, also, influencers in the Southwest area, I would imagine they could probably reach out and connect with you if they, have a, if they feel like they've got a decent audience that might be a good fit. Right. I'm sure you'd entertain a, a, a message. Right. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, Dr. Heaton, I appreciate you. Um, I'm a fan. I'm actually, you know, I'm not sure. It, I'm actually flying out to see you myself uh, yep. because, uh, listen, these these pearly whites are, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll pull out the little scale to see where I'm at. Yep. I, I know I'm not yet at the level that I'd love to be, uh, but yep. I have a feeling after coming to visit you, we, we can get closer to that point. Absolutely. We'll take good care of you. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. So Dr. James Heaton, again, smilesofchandler.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. Thanks so much, Josh. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur or business professional who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And while you're at it, take our free quiz and learn your authority score. That's available for you right now at upmyinfluence.com slash quiz. And please do us a favor. If you liked the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media? Also, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. See, we believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode three times a week, automatically, five to 15 minutes, exactly what you need to inspire yourself just a little bit more, learn from others, and grow. With that, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution.